Okay. You can start, Dubs. I can start? Yes. Okay, that's that's the... that's the. I just saw that's a, my a, cue. a piece click into place in your brain that's as we're looking cue. through these riddles of... <laughs> subject topics when i was in when i was uh when i was trying to write music in a band in my last band uh dress down day that's how i would come up with um i would just come up with random shit like that for for what i thought titles would be on the prose that i would write that turned into lyrics that thankfully was deconstructed by uh by stav and and joe they were Mm -hmm. able to figure out something to make something work but I would just come up with crazy ass shit. Fully because, operational battle station. Yes, just shit like that. Like that was just like my just boom. That's a song. Like yeah. that's a song title. That's like but you would start with the title. No, 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 no. But when I had to label something, like when I would give, um, well, actually, I feel bad. I, I would hand like a book of just lyrics, prose that I would that I wrote, and I just said here. This is all the stuff that I wrote that could be lyrics. <laughs> and mm. they would just have to go through it and <laughs> and find stanzas that work and yeah. themes that are coherent and, and congruent. Hmm. Um, a very unique writing. And we definitely kicked off a great style of vocals once they figured that out. Like once it was figured out like with just this fuck ton of random shit from dubs Mm -hmm. when it was just oh this is how we can piece it together Mm. we can just piece together like this boom the vocals came together so much easier um but yeah that's how my mind works so nostalgic and relaxing i'm old dash 90s mcdonald's yeah one of your best singles (laughs) (laughs) i now remember why i wrote it like that um I don't know if you feel this way yet, but do you feel at peace with with getting older? Yeah, I think so. So, like, I find myself in and in, in, in various times, I find myself realizing how old I really am mm-hmm. because I see something that the younger generation is doing, or I see something out in the in the wild, out mm-hmm. in public that I, I think to myself, well, that's not how I was raised. Or I hear music and I think, I can't believe this is in the top 40 right now. I mean, it makes sense to just pop. So, like, I have these moments where I know my mindset is shifting to those darn kids. Like, it's switching yeah. to that and I, I can see it. Mm. So, I, I, don't, I don't try to force it, but I just go, I just accept that. I just go, yeah, you know, I'm, my mind is, think, is comparing everything to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was. I want to say it was uh, a commercial or it was some kind of picture that I saw somewhere such as Reddit. But it was the classic 90s McDonald's cup, like the white cup with the arches. With the arches. And like the classic wrapper setup for the Big Mac. Yeah. And just in the box. Oh, yeah. And the white box before it was brown cardboard. Yeah. And, and Lard Bomb or whatever his name was. What? Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> I don't know why. Lard I thought Bomb. His, I don't know why. It's just his what? name was Lard Bomb. Lard Bomb, the official McDonald's uh, mascot during yeah. the uh, uh, Desert Storm era. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm picturing Grimace with like a desert camo. <laughs> <laughs> with like the aviator, like like sunglasses built into the helmet. Like yep. Snap down. And he's like, man, these McNuggets keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
exactly. anyway what <laughs> exactly um you saw an ad for an old big mac something like that okay but no but long story short that's what came flooding back into my memory mm. all those things and there's something about realizing and relaxing about that acceptance mm. where i'm not instead of fighting everything that's that's i can't take change like oh mm-hmm. instead of like fighting that and being just it all needs to be the same it needs to be the way i remembered it back in my day american cheese was real american cheese <laughs> like i don't know whatever um that kind of shit it's just, it's just it's funny because american cheese is literally not, not real cheese it's not cheese <laughs> um but you know what i'm saying it's just it's just the weird clinging to tradition yeah that i realized my mindset it doesn't have but it, it acknowledges the, that difference and i realize it's because i'm relaxing about the fact that i'm getting older mm. instead of being so afraid of it and afraid of this this change and the shift i realize it's okay and i realize by saying it's okay and i'm relaxing about the fact that i'm getting older it's weird how i actually still accept the younger trends yeah because i i want to say well why are they into this so i try to listen like why are they into fucking what is it lil yachty like why are they into you know i thought you're gonna pull out like the black eyed peas or something no. like that <laughs> no but like like can't believe these kids are into this 50 cent gentleman now <laughs> but that, exactly so the generation before us heard 50 cent um and and thought like let me see what this 50 cent gentleman is all about and they listened to the first three seconds and then just went nope this is an abomination to our morals and what we stand for as a as a as a religion in our nation wow there is a specific person you are channeling right now it's because though that is this that is the person that does that yeah um and instead of being like that about stuff i've just openly been leaning headstrong into it of just well i want to understand what mm. this is you're gonna be a cool old guy it's a, you're gonna I, be that guy's like <laughs> you kids i don't get what you're doing but i love it yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's probably gonna be me it's just I I kind of understand. I don't know. I feel like a more peaceful way to age hmm. instead of what we see all around us, which is a lot of resistance to that. And we kind of touched base on this in the last episode about not being able to shape perspective and reality mm-hmm. of our own realities. It's it's perfect. I don't need to know why K-pop stands are a thing. I, I don't need to know the the the. The catalyst that started the k-pop fandom mm. and why it's so great and why there's stands for k-pop but stands stands yeah s-t-a-n-s yes okay i don't need to know why mm-hmm. but just by realizing and accepting like that's a thing that's fine and when i see it i don't go like oh, k-pop stands when i see it i just go oh k-pop stands and i just click on it and I go let me hear this crazy weird song and they're this it's this weird k-pop song in korean that i, I don't understand mm-hmm. um by these very uh, effeminate men um, wearing very unique garb uh, doing their thing, I don't need to critique it as, well, you know, back in my day, we had fucking Slipknot, you know, coming out and (laughs) destroying shit and spitting blood. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't need to to do that comparison to my reality like that. I can just say, cool, this is a thing in the world right now. And people like it. And and people like it. And that's fine. And just go along with it. Like, and that's a thing. Sure. You know? So that feeling that I just mentioned, have you had an experience like that? An enlightened, enlightened experience where you feel the same way about something because you have a different perspective on your own, I guess, 
mortality as you age? Um, yes, I'd love to answer this. I'd still like to know why it's called nostalgic and relaxing. I'm old dash nineties McDonald's. How does this relate back to that <laughs> Big Mac wrapper that you saw? Because that's... You're just thinking of nostalgia and how things that, used that, to be? That, that drove me down a tunnel. I, I, I know exactly what I was doing. I was driving back <laughs> um, through through a city and it was through Waterbury on the highway and it was dark out. And I mm. remember, so you only see the neon lights. That sounds great. Now, I've been driving through that my entire life because I'm from the area. So, mm-hmm. like, that's fine. And I saw the McDonald's arch, and for some reason, I immediately started thinking about that, mm. stuff like that. And then I went down this rabbit hole of just the nostalgic um, path of everything, because Ev- everything is tied to our own experiences. Yeah. So that's where I was going down that path. And I was thinking about the 90s and how they were so different, and the attitudes and the culture of... I love the 90s culture of, and, and like the 80s too, of, you know, that teal blue green starter jacket color the big poofy jackets jazz cup jazz it could be summed up by jazz cup do you know the jazz cup that i'm talking about it's like that white cup that would be in every mom and pop pizza shop with like it looked like a blue spray painted pattern across the middle of it it was like a band and then there's like a purple purple. lightning swipe yeah jazz badass And, and when a place we find has it, we go, this is a reputable place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is re- they got those paper placemats yep. and the jazz cup. We're oh. eating good tonight, oh, fellas. Yeah. It's just, this is this is fine dining. Yeah. Um, that That's, yeah, I was just, I was, that's the tunnel that brought me down through everything that I, and I was thinking about my experiences. I was just thinking about what it was like, like, like. I think the problem with people getting old is not just everything I already stated, but the, the, the core point of it is they forget. They forget what it was like when you first were driving by yourself. Mm. You got your first like license permit car situation. Sure. And you were able to put the windows down and feel the wind and turn up the radio. And just you had this, this feeling of this first time of new, something new and different. Yeah. Of just, whoa, I like... I can go wherever I want. But it's not, yeah, it's not even like the understanding of of a life-changing moment, but it's just the sensations themselves are new. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm following you, like, the the reason that those old people are grumpy and, like, the problem with those old people is that they had that experience where they turned 16 and they got their first car and they picked up all their friends and they piled in the car and they went around and did kid shit. But then when they are 50, 60 and they see a 16-year-old with a bunch of kids in the car, they're like, they can't do that, and then call the cops and then <laughs> get all grumpy and maybe stuff. That's an, maybe that's an action of it, but it's because maybe they don't realize what that feeling was like in those shoes at that age. Mm -hmm. For example, we were just talking about the gym before about how I was getting annoyed by (laughs) these, these rowdy teenage college age dudes be like, like this dude coming up in the middle of a, of a set. Like, yo bro, you're almost done with it. And it's just, does it look like it? Like we're, (laughs) we're in the middle of, of benching. No, we're we're like halfway done. Come back in 10 minutes. And the way he's talking to, his friends and they're just standing way too close and it's just dude you're not you're not being intimidating and you're not being like like alpha boisterous you're just being literally in the way (laughs) fucking move just excuse me i'm coming through with 45 pound plates like move or when i was at the gym last and there's this dude 
like rapping out loud to him. There's this kid just like screaming the lyrics to himself and screaming when he was lifting and yelling to and talking to himself while he had these noise canceling headphones on to nobody. And <laughs> part of it is, yeah, he's in a mo- he's in a mood. He's in a mindset. He's in this weird place where he needs to be to to lift. Yeah. I guess. But a part of it is also like he's he's not considering his image to others. He's mm-hmm. not considering other people's anything. Okay. <laughs> and that's partially right. I looked I looked at it as he's young. Mm-hmm. He's young and he doesn't know because I used to be like that too, where I thought I could establish my area, my zone of something that belonged to me by noise, by commotion, by by imagery. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing a bag down. That's yeah. there's no need to do that. Like, can you? Yeah, that's fine. It's not offensive, but that's a different emotion than taking it off and placing it down in a in a spot. Mm-hmm. And that's because you're you're trying to claim the space, right? Yeah. It's just I understand because I used to be exactly like that. I wasn't. Well, no, I wasn't screaming, yelling <laughs> lyrics, talking to myself. Sounds and, like you and complaining about the gym equipment to nobody but myself loudly. <laughs> That wasn't me, but I understand um, easy example that everybody on the planet has experienced. The person who blasts their music in, in their public, car, in their car, out loud, super oh, yeah, loud or in the car. Super. Yeah. So I do blast my music because I have a convertible and mm-hmm. it's loud as shit. But I turn it down when I pull up to a stop sign yeah. because it's not loud as shit then <laughs> because <laughs> I don't hear trucks whizzing by me and the wind's now blowing past my face. Yeah. I don't need to blast the music. Sometimes it's funny to do it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like to, I think I did it to you once I rolled up and I was just like blasting Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> yeah, you did on one of our pizza dates. <laughs> yeah. So like, like it's, it's funny. It's funny then, but it's funny because it's satirical about that exactly. type of person yeah. who doesn't consider somebody else for that because either they're lost in the moment or because they just don't consider somebody else's they don't care yeah yeah and i get that because when i was a teenager i did that all the time because yeah. i wanted to establish like this is my identity and presence mm-hmm. i'm gonna blast my my punk music or my metal core stuff when i pull up and I'm, i don't care i'm gonna leave the windows down mm-hmm. i'm not gonna turn it down like fuck it yeah you know what i mean and like i don't get angry at those people some people are just i can't believe they're playing the music so like you know what i mean like that, that weird pushback that immediately happens yeah i just understand i think because the nostalgic part of what i'm talking about gotcha it's just the nostalgic part of understanding hey i remember when i used to be like that yeah like <laughs> that was me i used to do stuff just like that i used to think just like that you know yeah and some people don't live out of it and there's 30 40 year olds who still pull up to a stop sign blasting music and not caring while their entire interior panel falls apart because their subwoofer third party <laughs> amp setup is set way too high for what that car has yeah uh yeah i think i i get where you're saying now uh i definitely do give like kids and stuff like that like teenagers and young adults like the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that kind of stuff um but then at the same time when you're saying like pulling up and playing music super loud or just like that person who i go with uh i go on walks with my girlfriend sometimes and there's this guy who every once in a while will pass like every like one or two times a week when we go on our walks and he is listening to like a bose speaker just in his backpack blasting all the way and it's like you i can hear him from over a hundred feet away mm-hmm. you do not need your music to be that loud you don't and if you do get bose headphones it'll be louder to you and sound better and you don't have to ruin our walk and it sounds better and it's yeah and it's just like 
I don't know. I think I'm going down another track of like, now I'm just fixated on those people who play music really loud, which I hate. <laughs> and it's like they're peacocking and like, they're just trying to establish dominance or something of like, I'm playing my music loud and you're not going to do anything about it. And they're right. I'm not, I'm just going to sit there and seethe about it. But I also, uh, a while ago, I went to my friend's house and we were just hanging out in his driveway, just like sitting around a picnic table, hanging out, just like had some beers and ordered a pizza and it was really cool. Um, but their neighbors had like a little pool in their driveway, like a, a built, uh, like a temporary pool type situation. And they had like a concert speaker. <laughs> like a PA speaker? Yeah. Like a giant. Yeah, exactly. A blasting music until like 1230 at night. <laughs> Uh, and I was like blown away and like my friend was fine with it and he was like, oh, they're great. They, uh, let us swim in their pool one time on a really hot summer day. Uh, and it's like, that's cool. That's super annoying though. Like <laughs> when you ask him, I'm not going to go over and ask him to turn it down cause it's not my house. But I was just like, every once in a while, like he'd say something and I was like, what? <laughs> I cannot hear you over this music. Two things. And I'm definitely a grumpy old man about loud music. <laughs> Two things. One, we need to get pizza soon. I think yeah, we, we do. We texted Johnny about that. Yeah, that's Johnny, true. We got to get up on that because yeah. uh, we it's been a long time since our pizza date. Yeah. Um, winter. It was spring, I think, right? What? Last time we did a pizza date? With Johnny. <laughs> In general, that was our last pizza date, but it was with Johnny. It was before winter. No, it was cold. Really? I'm pretty sure it was... I don't know. I'm sure we could find it. Yeah, yeah. We could probably scroll way up in that text thread. We gotta find it. We gotta find it. Um, yeah. Number two, I didn't realize that loud music is a pet peeve for yours. Uh, overtly loud music. Like that peacocking dominance establishing loud music. That's totally fine. Okay. Like if somebody... Like when I go to a concert, as loud that's, as possible... No, that's... Other expected. people, that's other expected. people playing loud music. That's like, it's almost like a, like people walking too close to me, getting in my bubble I'm or just like standing too close to me. It's like back off. Like you're in my space. There's like a separate noise space. Yes. And you're the noise that you're producing has a radius. And if it's too loud and like the volume is impeding on my radius, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. And that's what I mean where it's like in encroaching on somebody else's territory in a way. Yeah, like you're affecting my day with your loud music now. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so that I don't like. So I guess I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> um, So I guess a part of it is you are not um, relaxing about getting older. So that's <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But yeah. that's that's what that riddle was about. Yeah, uh, that was a good riddle. How about fully operational battle station? Forgot about that one. It will come back to me. It will come back to me. Um, so real quick, we have a lot of similar things that we want to talk about, but one of mine is coffee. And Ooh. you've been trying to help me step up my coffee game. I have been trying. Yes. Um, so we got a coffee pot, little cheapo thing. Like electric drip? Yeah. Or like a V60, a Hario, a Mocha pot. A, a $40 over. drip pot from Target. Okay, so uh, okay. <laughs> just Continue. something that's not our probably broken French press because of how many grounds <laughs> and sand <laughs> silt come out of the French press. Jesus, I can't believe you guys drank it like that with with. Anyways, continue. Yeah, so we got we got a pot with a filter that filters out all the silt. It's... So our Maxwell house tastes a little better now. But uh, a bunch of my friends at work 
have been talking to each other. They're like hyping up this little company called Bones Coffee. Have you heard of Bones? Bones Coffee. Bones. No, I have not heard. Just really good. Um, wait, did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. No. I think Bones you, we, no, maybe we mentioned it. We talked about I think about you mentioned to me outside of the podcast. And yeah, I think the most you mentioned was, have you ever had Bones Coffee? And I said, I've never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> so just, I'm asking you again. <laughs> you still never heard of it. No. Um, which means no. you weren't paying attention to me last time, but that's fine. No. I mean, I've heard of it from you. <laughs> I haven't heard of it from coffee circles. I haven't seen it reviewed. Um, I haven't heard any kind of promotional drops. I haven't heard of... <laughs> Got breaking it. into the market. I haven't heard any kind of part of them in the industry. This is the type of thorough answer I'm looking for <laughs> when I ask you a yes or no question. Uh, no, but they're really good. Um, like really I read good? their little bio, just like they, they put a lot of effort into making their beans. They uh, prioritize the amount of like energy output, I guess. Like they want powerful coffee, but they do not. Define powerful. They want robust. They want like depth they like want caffeine wise oh okay so this is this is almost like death coffee i guess yeah i mean it's called bones so it's pretty close to death so i don't i don't okay but continue, continue. they don't skimp at all on flavor they're like if we find a way to make it more caffeinated or whatever but it tastes a little bit worse no like we are making the best tasting coffee we can so you've had it that's the most potent yeah so they have in looks like you're going to the website uh first of all <laughs> And now that everybody knows this is a thing about me, I love their graphic design. It's so cool. It's all about like sugar skulls, like Day of the Dead type stuff. Yeah. Um, but they have some really crazy flavors, which I tried just there. I think they have a French roast. They basically have like a medium roast coffee or whatever. Just their coffee. I'm like, yeah, I want to try their base, which is like when I go to a new pizza place, I want to try their cheese pizza or their margarita or whatever. Um, what? Continue. And then- <laughs> There's so much judgment happening. <laughs> and that one look I gave you? Yeah. <laughs> you had your tongue in your cheek and your eyebrow raised. Um, but yeah, then they have a bunch of weird flavors. I got, <laughs> just because it sounded too crazy to be good, I got Electric Unicorn, which is supposed to taste like fruity cereal. Uh, and it tastes just like Fruity Pebbles. It does not taste like coffee. I don't know how they got it to taste like that. But I put some creamer in it, put some ice cubes in it, because I like iced coffee, and it is indistinguishable from the milk after a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. So I uh, I mean, I'm regretting it because of how much judgment is happening, but I wanted you to be proud of me because I'm not drinking I'm Maxwell House for the I'm week. I'm proud of you. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, Thank for, you for supporting Dubs. a... Uh, I'm so proud of you for supporting a... a Small batch roaster. I'm so proud yeah. of you getting into coffee like that. Thank you. That's yeah. great. And it's really good. Are you grinding it fresh? Huh? Are you grinding it fresh? It comes pre-ground. Well, there's okay. two options. You can get the beans or you can get the grounds. We're, we're baby steps, you know? Grounds. Baby steps? We're going with the grounds. Baby steps? Okay. Um, yeah, they have some good ones. They have a... Uh, this morning, I had a white Russian flavored one, which is basically just Kahlua, which is coffee flavored liqueur. So it's kind of like a weird uh, Ouroboros of flavor um what's this one death uh no i'm gonna so so you wanted my take on uh on what you're having right now on on bones yeah i don't know if i'm a bones kind of guy uh why is that based off um because i don't like my I, I i don't like my coffee to taste like uh mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> um i don't like my coffee we did get that one actually i haven't I, tried it yet i don't like my coffee tasting like 
maple bacon. No, I, didn't uh, get that one. That sounds nasty. I, I don't want my coffee to taste like s'mores. No, didn't get that one either. Uh, I don't want it to taste like French toast. Nope. Although I like French toast. I don't want my coffee to taste like uh, coconut vanilla and caramel. Why not? That sounds good. Um, I don't want it to taste like white chocolate peppermint bark. Oh, that's a that's a holiday one. I don't that one it, sounds fine, though. I don't want it to taste like strawberry cheesecake. No, hell no. That sounds nasty. I don't want... <laughs> I like how almost every other one you're, you're on my side of, like, fuck that. Yeah, because um, some of them are dumb. I don't like my coffee to taste like Bananas Foster. No. I think coffee goes well with Bananas Foster. Okay, sure. Um, I don't want coconut rum flavor in my coffee. That one sounds fine. I don't want a gingerbread man type coffee. That one sounds okay. I don't want peanut butter and jelly coffee. Nope. Um, Although one of my friends did say it was delicious. I don't want blue... I think this is a coffee company for those people who don't like the taste of coffee. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that's what this is. Yeah. Um, a pistachio tasting coffee. Um, Just yeah. read them off. Yeah. There's, key, there's so many. Who wants a key lime pie coffee? Well, that's I got gross. A coffee for you. It's called Paradise Pie, 12 ounces. So I'm going to compare that coffee to the coffee that I drink. So I'll get you... Comes in a brown paper bag <laughs> with a frowny face on it. Yeah. So I'm so for those wondering, the roaster that I... Like my number one roaster right now is Cafe Grumpy based yeah. out of Brooklyn. Um, the most recent one I had is the Shamba Burundi. It is uh, Kurundo and Muyanga beans. It tastes like black tea, honey, lemon zest, and lavender notes. It's uh, based out of the Terembere Co-op. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. It's from East Africa. Um, and it uh, it's, supports the Shamba Mushroom Project. So it's basically a, uh, a co-op project in, uh, in, in East Africa that um, helps sustain uh, small villages. Fuck me, I guess. Man doesn't support a co-op in East Africa. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm just saying... This tastes like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't taste like key lime pie. <laughs> That's the difference. I, I will say that the, uh, we, so we got the coffee. Oh, it's that. I actually saw you scroll past it. It's the high voltage one, which that one I think is specifically the one I was reading. They wanted it to be as caffeinated as possible while still tasting amazing. And that one just tastes like coffee. So that's their coffee, coffee one. Where are their beans from? I don't know. Dubs, baby steps. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not maxwell house okay no, and it's it, not just, dunkin donuts i just don't know if they go through like is, is it african beans costa rican beans i do Colombian, not know this like, i think I, it's I just, made out of bones made out of bones yeah coffee bones it's called high voltage yeah high voltage i think it's on page one or something jingle jingle uh, bones nope don't yeah they have that. a whole like holiday pack but um spiced buttered rum cool Salty siren. Shut up. That's, Shut up. No, no, I'm not. High voltage. Found it. Okay. Yeah, good. it's just super caffeinated. Uh, bones. High voltage is the strongest, greatest. Yep, yeah, yep. Hand roasted beans. Yep, yep. Coffee bean. Um, it's rich and smooth. Okay, cool. How about I want to? You're not gonna find it. Okay. Why won't it tell me where the beans are from? Because <laughs> it's. I'm not there yet. <laughs> My next little coffee place that I'm gonna get stuff from. Maybe it'll tell me where the beans are from. But uh, okay, hang on. you know what? They gotta have a normal coffee that I can I can read. They have a medium roast. If they have a medium, they gotta have a dark and an espresso. Dark roast coffee, medium roast. Here we go. Let's go medium roast. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Hang on. Yeah. Let's see. 
Nope, rich and smooth. All right, so that's... Tell me more. Can you tell me more about this? That's all you need to know. Why won't it tell me more? That's, that's all, all you need to know. Okay, so here's my one concern about... about, about. Oh, you just have one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, in all honesty, in all honesty, I have no problem with coffee like this. Okay. No problem with coffee like this. Because it's cool because they're offering... Like, I do like... I do like flavored coffees at times, like mm-hmm. hazelnut. Yeah. I hate syrups because I like black coffee. Sure. I drink my coffee yeah. just black. So when you have flavored beans like mm-hmm. that, great. Totally. You great. can have a black coffee that still tastes like something else. Yes. Like, like I love fall rainy days getting French vanilla coffee. Mm. Ooh, that hits the spot. So like I have nothing against flavored coffee at all. Yeah. Fucked up flavor coffee is a completely different ball. <laughs> that's that, that's my new company name. I'm calling it <laughs> fucked, up fucked up flavor coffee. <laughs> um, very different than f- just flavored coffee. Yeah. The thing I I I don't like about and I have the same gripe about uh, alcohol companies. Yeah. Especially wine companies, and especially uh, um, our wine tastes like cotton candy. That and bourbon is the exact same thing. Thanks to like a charred spiced note through the. Like oh cask, you can really taste the blah 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 body, like or through or like what is it like hints of spiced blackberries and rhubarb, like this all this other shit, cool. But you're it's super generic. Like it's not wrong to say those things, mm-hmm. but the way they're applied in excess on wine bottles and in excess on bourbon bottles, yeah. And, and it's similar to when you just say rich and smooth. Or robust and and hearty. Like when you just use like tag name tag t- titles for stuff like that, it's just, like if they said the medium roast, it was um, I don't know, lavender pear floral notes. Cool. Yeah. I have an idea. Like the Burundi, the Shamba that I was mm-hmm. drinking, when they said black tea lavender honey, mm-hmm. that blew me away. But when I ground it and then I smelled it, I was like. It tastes like that. It, it smells like exactly like that. Mm. I'm glad they thought of that. So I'm not buying some shit that's... Oh, this smells like dirt. Like, no. Like, <laughs> I, I understand. Like, there's an alignment here. When you say rich and smooth, that can be anything. That could be <laughs> butter. That could be caramel. That could be... Yeah, I know. That could be anything. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm just... I'm gathering so many ideas for fucked up flavor coffee. <laughs> our, like, normal coffee, our unflavored one, the description is going to be, it tastes like dirt. <laughs> And you're going to love it. The Geek and Destroy merchandise site will have yeah. our own roasted coffee. We will partner with like Omar Coffee based out of Newington yep. or somebody local or Willoughby's down in Brantford or something. Yeah. We will partner with them and we will call it the Geek and Destroy blend. And it will just say in description like three words. Tastes like dirt. Tastes like dirt. <laughs> yeah. It's brought to you by, by, by it's a Greek, it's a Geek and Destroy and insert roaster here collab. Just call it fucked up tasted coffee. Yeah. <laughs> like or fucked, fucked up, up flavored flavor. coffee. Yeah. Like uh fuck up flavored coffee. Yeah. Fuff like a, Fuff coffee. No, like um Fuff Fuff Coop. No, <laughs> no what's how, how would you say fucked up flavored coffee? So F U F C like Fuffk. Like fuck. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. Yes, it will. No, fuff coffee. Fuff coffee. Yeah. Brought to you uh, Fuff Coffee. A Geek and Destroy and like I don't know. Omar Coffee collaboration. Yeah. And in the back it just says like it tastes like dirt. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it will be this. I would honestly, I would if a company came out with that, like a podcast came out with a coffee flavor and said it tastes like dirt. I would buy it on the like. That's very bold of them. I like that. It tastes like dirt. Yeah, just yeah. It reminds me of the. I think I may have a long time ago talked about uh, Cards Against Humanity as a company, just how much I love what they do. Um, for Black Friday, they specifically try to do the least customer-friendly things that they can. So, like, one year on Black Friday, their website marked up all of their products 25%. So, like, what normally costs $10 was now twelve fifty. Um And, like... That's mean. We're not hurting their pockets. We're just being blunt of just... It tastes like dirt. Well, yeah, but, well, they, like, advertised, like, Black Friday sale, everything is marked up 25%. Um, so, like, you know that if you just wait till tomorrow, it'll be back to normal price. Um, but apparently they killed it that year. One year they had a bonus where uh, it was, like, an extra $10 and you could get a box of bullshit. And the description was, we cannot stress this enough. If you pay for this, it is literally a box of cow manure that we are going to mail to your house. And it was. That was it. It was just $10 and it was a box of bullshit. At least they're honest. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, guess what their dark roast coffee tastes like? Bold and dark. (laughs) Uh, Full-bodied and rich. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. What is... Baby steps. Okay. My friends told me about it and it wasn't Maxwell House and it's more money than I'd ever feel comfortable spending on coffee currently. That's a really good... Uh, $14.99. How much is uh, cafe... Uh... It's the same price range that I pay. It's for, like, good coffee? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not bad coffee. I'm not saying they're bad coffee. I'm just saying, like, for me, yeah. that's not coffee that I would... It's not what you're looking for. It's, it's not the not... type of things you look for in a coffee description. No, but I do like the fact... Um, I do really like the fact that they... It's not syrup-flavored. It's not syrup-added. Uh, no, yeah. It's just straight-up, like... Like, flavor. This is chocolate... Mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Coffee. Like, I've sipped each of them black. I don't like it black. So I was like... But um, but then, like, I put my little bit of... My splash of creamer and my ice cubes in it. Let it get that's really cold. And I, then, I drink my coffee black. Yeah. So that's that's another thing. Um, I'm not against... Again, I'm not against flavored coffee. I'm not Well, I it. just want to say, I've taken my first step. My first two steps. I went from... a. A broken French press to a cheap ass drip pot. A broken French press with the wrong bean grind. Yeah. <laughs> so you were drinking mud. Yeah, it really Just was. Little There was little one day mud. there was one day I had like the whole French press, like uh like she had to like run out the door or whatever. I'm like, guess I'm having the whole French press. So I got like a huge glass and I poured the whole thing in and I like uh took a couple sips and I started working and then I looked at it and there was like a quarter inch of silt on the bottom of it. It how, was how nasty. did you go to sleep? What? When you were drinking that shit. You were you were probably inhaling grounds. What do you mean? How did I go to sleep? Like that night, when you when you were basically eating coffee. Like, how did you go to sleep? <laughs> like later that night? Yes. I don't know. It was like twelve hours later. Oh my gosh! All right, All right. <laughs> eating coffee. You were basically eating coffee, scoops of coffee. Yeah. Um. It was good. Yeah. No, this is not the coffee. Like right now, I'm trying Willoughby's right now. Yeah. As a new uh, roaster, which I do like very different i feel like it's much more uh run of the mill compared to the cafe grump which was way here's the thing though and this is where stuff like this works really well Mm -hmm. even maxwell house like in chock full of nuts is my favorite go-to like cheap coffee 
You know why I love it so much? Because it's the equivalent of having a PBR. Sometimes when you have like double IPA, hazy, mm. fi- like filtered, unfiltered beers all the time, or you have, you know, like oak cask aged barrel yeah. stouts at 12% or yep. imperial porters or all this stuff. Sometimes it's just, I. this is way too much of an experience. Just give me fucking coffee. Yeah, just like, give me PBR and Domino's. That's my favorite part about getting breakfast when I go out. Mm. Is just give me normal coffee. I yeah. don't need. Ooh, ooh! I can smell the the, the raspberry fields, the lavender, the, <laughs> the lavender, and oh, I think I think that's pear. I think there's some pear. In there. I don't need that shit. Just give me coffee. Yeah, I want it to smell. Give me coffee that was made four hours ago and sitting on a hot plate. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Give me Folgers coffee. Like I love chock full of nuts. Yeah, like the the New York black and yellow taxi cab can of mm-hmm. chock full of nuts. I will drink the fuck out of that. Yeah. Regardless, no matter what. Because for me, it's just, it's the equivalent of a crushable beer. Yeah. It's just, it's it's like Maxwell. It's a reliable coffee taste. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, I just want to have this coffee taste. And it's perfect. I stopped ordering Cafe Grump and I swapped roasters because I was getting so tired mm, and like beaten. Of how good it was. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was, if you haven't noticed of all the stickers. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're I, a fan, I, huh? That's because I said it with each batch. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't need this like exquisite exotic flavor all the time. Because yeah. guess what happens when you have it? It deadens. Yeah, exactly. It flattens out because you have it all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you have filet mignon all the time, guess what? It gets pretty fucking tiring. Yeah. It gets just, oh, great. It's filet mignon again. Like, yeah. It gets and really... And you're t- like, let me have five guys. Or something. Yeah. It's like, let me have a greasy, dirty, salty ass, like calorie, fat filled, artery killing, five guys, <laughs> double cheeseburger with bacon. Yeah. Give me that shit. With like an absurd amount of salt fries. Just salt up. fries that's what they are that's, i told you that like it hurt my mouth when i had them yeah. for the first time in a long time i was like oh my god this hurts it hurts there's so much salt it hurts yeah um that's how i feel about maxwell coffee and folgers and chock full of nuts yeah like i think there's 100 percent a place for it and it's so reliable to smell and drink just straight up coffee yeah i will never shit on just straight up coffee yeah and like my favorite part is finding a mom and pop breakfast joint Mm. that has clean coffee which means they wrote they they brew it continuously it's not just we're gonna make the biggest container possible and leave it for four hours it's we're gonna keep refilling these pots when they go down and you're pretty much every 40 minutes you're gonna get a fresh pot cool and it's fantastic so i love like diner breakfast with just shitty coffee in that that one mug like every diner got together and they're like (laughs) what's that with like the uh bowed in edges like middle what all right what's the mug we're all deciding that we're gonna get it's like this mug okay cool that's gotta be the geek and destroy mug on the merch site yep we gotta have that kind of thick ass <laughs> diner walled mug we gotta have that that's gotta be it now <laughs> with no logo on it that's <laughs> just gonna be the geek and destroy official yeah. we're gonna mark it up to like 25 bucks <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah dude that's my favorite thing sitting at a diner i've had nothing but water that morning i asked for a coffee black no room and then I, I look at the menu and by the time that coffee comes mm. they put it down i know i want like probably probably the veggie omelet with rye toast mm. with a side of bacon or sausage. Come on now. And then I, I, by the time it comes out, that first cup is dead. Yeah. And they fill it up. So right when I'm like a third into my meal, 
the fresh cup is there. That's my favorite thing. That's, oh my gosh. that's my favorite thing to do on this, the weekend. This kind of hurts because I haven't had that in six months. Neither have I. And it's it going to be a while. It hurts. It's But you know what? It's my favorite part. Yeah. And, and like, I don't need like, oh, I need to have, you know, uh, a V60. I, I, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm not doing that at a... At, at what brand espresso machine are you using? Yeah, like what kind of grind is this for the V60 drip? I want a V60 single origin Ecuadorian roast uh, a bean. Yeah, please. Um, medium roast. <laughs> chop, chop. Like, let's go. They're like, cool. We have a pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Of like, hot coffee. Like, I, I don't think you need to be, you know, uh, inverted arrow pressing single origin coffee roast in order to appreciate coffee wow i just think you don't need i just think <laughs> i just think for me um s'mores flavored coffee is not the coffee for me yeah that's all i just think there is a time and place for that coffee for me um for me irish cream coffee would not be my go-to every day that's here's pretty my, good though here's my morning coffee like that's not yeah. what i would want to have for the for the life of a bag of beans, um, for me, lasts about, I want to say, two and a half weeks. Mm. That's two and a half weeks of me drinking Irish cream flavored black coffee. That's why you get the the mix pack. I think those are like, what, 12 ounce things or whatever? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do that because then I don't want it to go stale before I'm done with them. That's true. You also drink way more coffee than I do. Yeah, I, I guess. Do you I have, have coffee every day? I have one cup a day. I have like a glass a day. <laughs> I have like a tumbler yeah <laughs> <laughs> a container of coffee well um, so long story short i i am I, proud I, of me i am proud of you i'm happy for <laughs> that's you. all i need <laughs> i'm proud of you i'm happy for you um I, I think coffee is really unique in that at its base core it's all the same kind of like beer at yeah its base core it's all the same or whiskey at its base core, it's all the same. Yeah. But I still haven't found... Like, right now, for me, the Cafe Grumpy House Blend is my go-to, like, that is my ace in the hole mm -hmm. coffee. Like, if I want to show off coffee, I'm giving you an AeroPressed House Blend Cafe Grump. Like, that's what I'm doing. Um, But for me, what I like is that I had to find it. And that's yeah. the cool part of like it. Like, that's the other thing. <laughs> that's the other thing for, for Bones Coffee for me is like with cafe grumpy i'm going through like six different roasts like six different uh types of coffee bean mm -hmm. just ooh, this one is african east african this one's colombian oh this one's from ecuador this is their house blend this is their espresso type like i get to try out each one which one works best you don't get that when you're competing maple bacon versus butterscotch and caramel. Like, it's kind of just... <laughs> the maple, maple bacon is from Colombia. The butterscotch <laughs> caramel is from Ecuador. You just, you just know you want the sea-salted caramel mocha. Yeah. Or you are the... The um, sea salt is from the Himalayans. Or you're the fruity cereal type. Like, it, it's, it's kind yeah. of... It's very straightforward. And for me right now with... Uh, with What is it? Willoughby's, I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. um, the one I have now. It's cool because I'm trying out their stuff now. It's like, well, which one of theirs do I like? And yeah. It's like this weird experiment to find. Yeah, it's like a little... It's almost like a hobby. Yeah, it's almost like a hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not shitting on Bones Coffee. For those wondering, just go to BonesCoffee.com. Well, here's the thing, though. You super are. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm not shitting on them. I'm shitting on the fact that, like, I can't... I can't take it. I can't take it. 
Yeah. Like if I came over to your house and you were like, you want some coffee? And I would just say, sure. What do you got? And you Highland said, Grog or Electric Unicorn? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, I would, and then I would go, excuse me? And you would say, yeah, Highland Grog or Electric Unicorn. Yeah. Electric Unicorn is wild. It literally does not taste like coffee. Like if you closed my eyes and gave me a sip of the iced with creamer in it, Electric Unicorn, I'd be like, fruity pebbles milk <laughs> like that's it but then you're hyped up on caffeine all day um i think as long as their coffee is not being horribly artificially modified mm. i think it's great that they're getting people to enjoy coffee in any way possible yeah I it's like a awesome. it's a gateway coffee <laughs> not even like like i'm sure their coffee's great like i don't like Again, it's it's different strokes, different folks. Like, I'm not gonna. That's the thing. Going back to nostalgia, I used to be I used to be the guy who was just, Ugh, butt heavy. You're gonna drink a butt heavy. It's just that's what the guy likes to drink. Yeah, fuck it. Here's a butt heavy. You know, used just to let be... people do their thing. Say what? Just let people do their thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just the same thing. It's just for me. I know Bones coffee is probably not my style, but at the same time, I can't really say because guess what? I never had it. Yeah. So I could be wrong. I could have a um. Uh, no, no, I've already mentioned all those. I could have <laughs> a. <laughs> you love finding these silly flavors. I could have a strawberry cheesecake coffee and then go, "Wow, this is the greatest coffee cup of coffee I've ever had." I can't believe they were able to extract this from the Ecuadorian beans to give me a rich, smooth flavor of strawberry cheesecake. Yeah, you know, how robust and and full bodied. Um. Maybe. I thought you were going to say extract this from the cheesecake and I pictured someone <laughs> with like a syringe just sucking up a cheesecake and squeezing it into a bean. <laughs> um, the bean getting plump. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe y'all... Uh, well, maybe after we're done with our Bones coffee, I'm going to try another place and I'll let you know how that goes. But here's the thing. If you don't love the taste of just coffee, there's nothing wrong with this. Hmm? Like this is fine. Well, I'm I the, I got I told you I got the um, high voltage and it's good. I put creamer in it, mm. but I'm also like I'm thinking of like slowly adding less and less creamer, like when I'm comfortable with it. Not Are you putting like, in flavored creamer. Yeah, hazelnut coffee mate. Okay. What? I think you. I think something like high voltage. Then, I think if you put in creamer. Getting like the most intensely flavored coffee, yeah, is great. Like I, I mean, like powerful coffee flavor, not like powerful cooking and vanilla. I mean, like got powerful, it, got it, got it. like like this tastes like coffee. Like yes. this is coffee times two. <laughs> yes, when you have like a super, um, like heavy coffee profile, yeah, you mix with with the uh, cream and hazelnut, French vanilla, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it accentuates it instead of becoming hazelnut cream yeah exactly of, i'm drinking warm hazelnut yeah exactly like, with like, uh with like the maxwell house uh it would just be like <laughs> i'm drinking hot hazelnut water yeah. <laughs> like, yes you avoid that when you have a strong coffee profile yeah then exactly it blends. no and you could taste it and yes. like i do like the taste of coffee yes. every once in a while when i go to dunkin donuts and ask for my medium cold brew with hazelnut swirl and almond milk and they're like i'm sorry we're out of cold brew do you want a dark roast 
I was like, yeah, sure. They always like it must be in their training if we're out of cold brew offer dark roast. And I don't know why, because um, I guess cold brew must have like a richer flavor and dark roast obviously has a richer flavor. But uh, when I do, I'm like, ooh, that is a coffee flavor. And it's nice. Like yeah. there's still hazelnut swirl and almond milk in it. Dark roast is more bitter. Yeah. It's usually more bitter, um, which is why it goes well with dark chocolate, which is why it's uh, you never hear like floral aromas from dark roast. You hear like complete opposite of that spectrum yeah um tastes like burnt dirt there you go burnt <laughs> dirt. we should really say dark roast and just say it tastes like burnt dirt yeah <laughs> our medium is it tastes like dirt our dark is it's it tastes like burnt, burnt dirt, dirt. <laughs> and then our light roast is it tastes like sand <laughs> it tastes like watered down dirt yes <laughs> um well anyway that's coffee i think i know what i'm gonna get you for christmas this year bones coffee are you gonna get me the christmas pack of bones coffee with the peppermint bark <laughs> oh my god and the gingerbread house fuck that i hate i hate no no i won't be getting you bones coffee i'll be getting you a, ba- a, a bag of coffee though cool i think that's probably gonna be i'm down one. yeah deal right. we should do that we should give each other a bag of coffee oh hell yeah we're doing yeah, oh you- a bag of coffee specifically or just christmas gifts again uh, I was, I mean, Christmas gifts, but we could do bags of coffee. Do you remember when we did that? When we exchanged Christmas gifts? Yes. And it was like a week ago, it feels like. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, you can give me a uh, chocolate raspberry coffee and I can get you uh, a a coffee <laughs> tasting coffee. And coffee bean flavored coffee. Coffee bean flavored coffee. <laughs> and uh, we, can, we can experience each other's uh, 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 um, habit. <laughs> experience each other's distaste for each other's coffee yes love it exactly actually yeah, um maybe not committing to an entire bag maybe just i don't know a grew, sample bag we grew each other a cup yeah we we buy ourselves coffee and make each other a cup <laughs> yes yes that's a better idea it's a better idea um <laughs> do you want to talk about some of these movies that are on here um yes because we've had one on there for quite some time the one i put on there Tenet? Yeah. So my only news with Tenet uh, is that, did you see uh, what their like release plans with it was? It was supposed to come out in July. Right. And it got pushed back, obviously. Right. And then it was tentatively uh, end of August. I think August 28th. Um, did you hear the news? It's coming out August 28th. In, in theaters. Any, everywhere except United States. <laughs> But America. And then like a week or two later in the United States, which is like, why bother In them? the theaters? Yeah. So basically open? what that means is comes out August 28th everywhere except the United States and then August 29th on the internet. <laughs> yeah, but it's coming out in theaters in the United States. A bunch of theaters are open. Masks Where? required. I don't know. The places that probably have the most COVID cases. <laughs> <laughs> not here not here yeah i was gonna say i mean i feel like every state is going up i mean every state is going up are we now yeah i know we weren't for a while we're slowly going up yeah well um yeah the movie theaters are open very few which is why they kept pushing everything back um like black widow i think is still expected in november so we'll see did you hear about Mulan? 
yes that was the other thing i wanted to talk about on the flip side from tenet where they're just like fuck it <laughs> it's coming out <laughs> we're gonna take a loss on it and then uh, it's probably going to be on like Amazon Prime in like a month, yeah, uh, or something like that. But Mulan, ooh boy, I sure don't like this. It's coming out on Disney Plus. Great. I actually, so I'm a manager Great. now, which is weird. Yes. But I, <laughs> I, uh, we have like a group chat with my team, and like we just keep it light. Like we just talk about whatever because we're not in the office, so we don't have that chance to talk about whatever. So I'm totally fine having that in a work group chat. But I messaged them the group chat when I saw this online. I said, good news. Mulan is coming out on Disney+. Plus. Dumb news. It's going to be $30, even if you have a subscription. $30? What are your thoughts? Well, actually, you know, before we move on to the thoughts about that kind of style release for Disney to strangle any dollar they can out of that. Yeah. Um, what did you want to mention about Tenet? Besides, I just think it's hilarious that it's coming out everywhere except United States. That's what you want to talk about. The fact that the U S is in last place. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. I'm, I'm going to watch it as soon as I can. Cause you know, there's going to be spoilers for that. Um, I'll be honest. It's, I'm less interested about the story. Hmm. Because I'm already lost by the trailer. The trailer, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm yeah, not which trying. I think thinking back to like the prestige and Inception and stuff like that, I'm lost with all of them. Right. I didn't really know what Interstellar was going to be about before I sat down in the theater and started watching it. Okay. Which I do um, like about Christopher Nolan's movies, but. I am interested about Tenet because of Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Because I can't picture him in a Christopher Nolan movie. So Yeah. He's super hot right now. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out, coming up that he's, he's going to be, isn't he? He's Batman, which is a crazy take on it. On that, yeah. You go from like super jacked CrossFit Ben Affleck to cigarette chain smoking, wine drinking Robert Pattinson. <laughs> is he cigarette chain smoking? I don't know. He just looks like he does. So it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, no offense, but just his face, just his body, his face. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like like <laughs> I'm super excited for uh I think it's the Batman is what that one's gonna I wanna be. like I'm almost more interested in that, I think, of just the take of it it's kinda like it's kinda like imagine seeing a like Tom Cruise in a Christopher Nolan movie. Just these weird fucking partnerships. Yeah. Or no, even better, Tom Cruise in a Scorsese film. Yeah. Tom Cruise in a Tarantino. There you go. That's the that's that's the one. That's the one. That's the, that that's, would be weird. That's the one I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's just weird. It's like Robert Pattinson's in a Christopher Nolan movie. Robert Pattinson is is Batman. What the fuck? Seeing what Robert Pattinson's been doing for the last few years since Twilight, like he's, I feel like he unfortunately was in Twilight for him. I you know I feel this way a lot about the cast of Friends, where the majority of them are forever those people. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to break that, you yeah. know, and I think a lot of the MCU people yeah. are unfortunately in that vortex yep. of RDJ is Iron Man. Yeah. Chris Evans is Captain America. Yeah. Like, just, it's going to be weird. Anytime you see Chris, Ev- Chris Evans, it's going to be looking at Cap. It's Captain America playing this guy from Nine It's Steve out. Rogers doing, yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of unfortunate for Chris Evans, something that we're always going to uh, attribute. Yeah. But I feel the same way about, um about about robert pattinson for twilight like you were just saying and, and but it, it gives me this crazy hope that there's a way to break out of it just imagine ted mosby <laughs> yeah as batman 
<laughs> From How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Imagine that. Imagine how great that would be. That would be great. What that be imagine great? Steve Carell <laughs> as Batman. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly <laughs> no, it. It's just, it's just, there's it's just, no way in hell. It's just seeing that. It, it's What's his name? Um, oh, God. I feel stupid for forgetting his name. Jim. Um, John Krasinski. John Krasinski, he, he I could broke out of it. See, yeah, oh he yeah, broke he out broke out of, out of it. He broke out of that. And you know how he did it? He grew a beard. <laughs> grew That's a beard, got jacked, it. went shirtless, and yeah. he was able to pull it off. So it, 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 it's possible. Yeah. Um, Steve just, Carell stopped dyeing his hair. He just let his hair go gray, and he's like, "Now I can play serious roles." And he, he did. Yeah. You know, it's it's um, it's possible. I, I just it's just crazy for me to think of certain placements for and choices for 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 the cast and yeah for me that's robert pattison and and tenet again it looks fucking ridiculous yeah like even the trailer that kind of tries to explain it with like little tidbits yeah i'm just fuck you i'm not bothering with trying to understand this i'm just gonna (laughs) wait until i see it yeah i can actually talk about it do we want to do a movie night where when it inevitably is somewhere besides theaters probably very soon after it launches i feel like when you first see a christopher nolan movie yeah like a theater does it justice yeah exactly i mean i'm not gonna go to one for a very long time (laughs) i mean i have a sound system i have a sound bar i I think you sold me on the theater though the theater like if i had seen like dark knight rises or interstellar not in a theater for the first time different experience yeah if i didn't see inception in the theater yeah entirely different experience some movies just need to be seen in a theater first you know yeah um like if i saw mad max on a 15 inch laptop screen (laughs) instead of in a theater yeah when the first the first like sequence starts when all yeah just that and it's just just, god yeah i think they're supposed to be making a another man or they're making max 2 furiosa yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're making the sequel to the first one. To so Fury Road. To Fury Road. Yeah. And they're also re-releasing Fury Road in theater. Ooh, boy. <laughs> We're so, going. So fucking good. <laughs> no, Johnny's fucking going. He still hasn't seen Johnny it. Johnny still hasn't seen it. <laughs> and he needs to see that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, the music in that fucking movie. Text him right now. Text Johnny right now and just say, <laughs> you are going to see Mad Max Fury Road in theater only when it re-releases. All right. <laughs> text him that right now. Um, Please. Uh, bu- Please bu- text bu- him that right now. I'm working on it, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to not just have the sound of me texting for our audio podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll just breathe heavy into the mic. It's fine. There you go. See? Um, can you tell me about Greyhound? yes because you wrote that on there and then you said it's a movie and i know nothing about it um it's on the apple plus uh streaming service yep it's a movie by tom hanks starring tom hanks okay directed by tom hanks Uh, i think he produced it okay and uh if you don't know what it's about it's about a real story um or about real events about how in the beginning of world war ii think it was the beginning or was it the entire i'm assuming it was the entire yeah it was the entire war period but mainly in the beginning part but i think greyhound takes place in the middle of it um of world war ii it's basically about the naval escort 
of uh, frigate com- of, of supply convoys from America to England. I think I did see a trailer for this. And it's literally that. It's the U.S. Navy like escorting a giant convoy of supply ships across the Atlantic to uh, blocked off England to give yeah. them and their troops supplies. Yeah. And it's the story of what that experience of having to protect the convoy is like which if you don't realize um back then with the submarines it was obviously non-nuclear submarines yeah they were on the german side i believe they were the german u-boats were diesel wow so they had diesel engines which are loud as fuck and they needed air to cycle through because Mm. it's a combustion engine but when they got close to attack they would go silent because they had batteries and the diesel engine would charge the batteries so basically, the U-boats would run the diesel until they got into attack position, mm-hmm. and then they would fall off radar because they would go to battery, got and they would it. go to attack. Um, also weird about U-boats is that they had to have line of sight. They didn't have homing, mm-hmm. like wire. They had to aim and fire. They didn't have wire torpedoes where yeah. they could like control it with a joystick and computers or yeah. shoot it from far underwater and have the pressure work properly at deep depths to yeah. come up and hit boats. They had to surface a periscope. And usually a con tower, which is like the, the thing that always pops out on a yeah. sub, and use it to angle their attack vector. And then they had to shoot. And they had to judge the math of the ship that's moving wow. and shoot a torpedo. So you could theoretically dodge torpedoes because if they shot it thinking you were going to go forward, you and know, then X amount of knots, or, whatever. or if you hard right turn, yeah. it will technically, instead of hitting you, it will you can, you can scrape by. Yeah. So it's crazy. And what's crazy, too, is that because the technology wasn't advanced back then, they had essentially from the States and then from England, they had a wide range of air coverage. Mm -hmm. So they had uh, special planes with depth charges that would escort and they could see way better than, of course, a boat rocking around in the deep sea can see. And they could say, hey, con tower spotted enemy U-boat, like blah, blah, blah degrees, blah, 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 whatever. And then they would go and attack and they could mark it and they could they could essentially be eagle eye for the boats to throw depth charges because they would have springs that would shoot depth charge barrels out of these boats, Got the it. U-boats. However, and that's where this movie takes place. There's a large section for just like a day or two. I think it's two days worth of travel mm-hmm. where no planes could make it because they didn't have the range. Uh, they, where they're outside of the range? Aircraft carriers weren't really a huge uh. thing for this type of mission. So you had this large section of the Atlantic kind of almost in the dead center, super deep, super choppy water, super creep. Like my heart is already increasing. (laughs) And you have no air support from the U S and you have no air support from anywhere on the allied side in Europe or the UK because they just physically cannot reach where you were on your own. And the movie starts off with like a, uh, one of those planes from the U.S. signaling because it's all Morse code. Yeah, signaling like, all right, like, we're turning back now. Yeah, we can only go a few more, and then we got to turn around. So Godspeed, good luck. <sighs> like, and then the story takes place about what like, they have to do to make it to air coverage from England. Those two days or whatever. What, what it's like. Sheesh. Yeah, it's that it's, sounds rad. I thought it was going to be really cheesy. Wait, super did you watch cheesy. it? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be super cheesy. Yeah, it was super good. It, like intense intense tom hanks is fantastic oh yeah he hasn't dropped off at all <laughs> he's he's <laughs> so good um and in tom hanks fashion he wanted to pay respect to 
to people who actually did this. Yeah, like so, uh, Saving Private Ryan and uh, Band of Brothers and stuff like that. Captain Phillips. Yeah. And all that other shit. Like, he did his research. So, it's super... It's weird because the dialogue is... Like, there's really no dialogue. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is... Is command... He's a captain. Yeah. So, it's just... He's issuing commands and... It's super... You can see him thinking. That's and, why I like it because it's not this weird dialogue set up for suspense mm-hmm. it's literally him talking to sonar his sonar crew then talking to his 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 weapons officer then talking to his engine crew talking to like, yeah. the other boats it's morse coding it's getting the binoculars and trying to see it's t- taking the helm and it's so it's literally imagine like well you don't watch star trek but it's basically just it's under it's 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 battle comps yeah it's and it's it's just like an hour and a, it's like an hour and 15 minutes of just you know like helm two-thirds degree rudder like two-thirds ahead, that's cool 30 seconds 30 second degree right rudder yeah like hard right and they turn and he goes like like weapons crew like death set death charge like shallow medium fire adds like widespread pattern converge to sector three on degrees 36 72 it's like an hour and 15 minutes of that talk just like <laughs> all that and then it's just seeing how that's what's really cool seeing how a navy ship functions and has to work as a cohesive unit mm-hmm. in order to survive yeah in order to function as a battleship yeah and it's really cool about how first of all how battle it's crazy that battle was done like that mm-hmm. it's crazy that a, a u-boat had to like come up the water and then like <laughs> and then like they would see the boat and then the boat would see them and then the boat would go to like red alert like they would go to combat uh what is it general quarters i believe yeah. it's called like and then like con- like he would call like general quarters and then somebody would go to comms ring the bell like bring 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 like general quarters general quarters and then everything like goes red and like everything changes and shit and everybody's Jeez. running around and everybody's strapping on helmets and and like everybody's like the watch person is calling out like you know like you boat found at blah 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 degree this like heading vector this at like 22 knots like you know what that reminds me of and i haven't seen it but i'm assuming it's like similar in tone and like in that sense of it's not like conversational and dramatic to like let the audience get it it's just it is what it is and you're along for the ride and if you don't get it you don't get it like if you can't keep up uh master and commander far side of the world that russell crowe movie i've never oh yeah 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 like old school yeah wooden boat yep yeah yeah super good movie like it's just here's uh they have a mission they were going from here to there and this is like the, the how they did it and it's not like they don't like americanize or modernize any of the dialogue it's just this is they don't sit down and talk about like back home and like give these people families to think about like so you have an idea of where they came from and the men that they're becoming to in order to traverse the terrain. No, nope. yeah, no, it's just there's even a section where they're like having dinner, like a couple of them have dinner in like the captain's quarters, which is like a thing that happened all the time. Mm-hmm. And like they're joking around and they're being sailors and like I can barely follow what they're talking about because they're using such like old timey sailor talk. And Russell Crowe tells like his favorite joke and everybody like bursts out laughing at it. And I don't get it at all. Because like it's just a, it's a three hundred year old joke. <laughs> you should you should uh I, I I when I finished it I immediately texted Scam and I said Have you seen Greyhound? Mm, yeah. <laughs> As a Navy vet, I was he's, yeah I was he's like, a Navy boy, and he he said yeah he saw he liked it but yeah it's uh I highly advise watching it. I thought it was gonna be super gimmicky just being an Apple product yeah um but it was pretty authentic. 
it was feeling really good. Yeah, it was really because it. And before I realized it, I was thinking, "Wow, I'm 55 minutes in, and there hasn't been an actual conversation. It's just <laughs> been me looking at this, you know, looking at the helms, looking at the, the. I don't know what it's called, like you know the comm station slash helm station yeah and watching this guy try to navigate an isolated target and how to manage fuel because he's worried about going you know like full steam because he has to make it enough to get to england because yeah. it can't be fuel and how long how far until we get air cover and you know like swing batteries around like fire this and it's just crazy That's super cool and it's crazy because it's not modern warfare where it's it's a submarine a mile away that fires a depth tor- like a stealth torpedo that you can't detect until it just hits the boat and then you're dead. Yeah, it's this entire different thing where they have to expose themselves to shoot, mm-hmm. and you. There's a moment of there's a period of time where we see each other before we before the we start swinging at each other. Yeah, and then you start swinging at each other because whoever hits the other first is dead. Yeah, and it's just this. It's frantic. That's super crazy, cool. intense cool stuff and it's just i'm probably gonna watch it again just because it was so fun yeah because i never knew that's what because my idea of naval combat is shoot a shoot a surface to air missile to kill the the to shoot down the plane that's trying to bomb us yeah shoot this long range wire missile against that boat and just blow them out the water yeah no but it was like chess or something yes back then it was like chess it yeah. was you know do like a short range pattern like short depth pattern spread widespread depth charge attack mm-hmm. at this range and that should angle them to this where we can then swing left and angle that into our into our primary guns and then you fire with surface guns that's awesome because you don't have I gotta like, watch I, I feel like it's a that's a movie i want to watch with my dad oh it's that seems like a good dad movie it's great yeah it's great it's super cool that's cool yeah neat <laughs> sorry i went i went off on that sorry that yeah. sounds great yeah, like your passion makes me want to watch it. <laughs> you should please watch it tonight. Okay. Or or not tonight. Not just, tonight. Just before, <laughs> before. Before next episode, before maybe. Before next episode. Because yeah. I want to get your opinion on it. I think I might actually, yeah. It's pretty- I'm uh, house sitting for my parents on Saturday night. And I got nothing to do. So maybe uh, Greyhound. It's uh, Oh, but I need Apple TV Plus. You don't, I don't have, have it? No. I mean, I could subscribe for a month or get a free week or whatever. Yeah, you should be able to get a free week. Yeah. Um yeah cool yeah you got anything else you wanna, um do you want to blow this popsicle stand i want to say one thing about the uh no power situation that's going oh on. yeah <laughs> oh yeah another 2020 thing that's just casually happening right now is tropical storm hurricane tornado half the state doesn't have power yeah went through the east coast and just has been causing damage everywhere so i played hockey on tuesday which was the night of the storm hitting oh my god uh they had power so i was able to go play but driving there and driving back, mm-hmm. super creepy. I don't know the last time you drove through a city that has no lights on. A couple days ago. <laughs> um, it's weird how unnerving. I'm in my 30s in 2020. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still unnerved by street lights that are out, by dark roads. The dark. By <laughs> houses with no lights on. Yeah. Just... I don't know if it's the dark or if it's no sign of life. That's what it is. I don't know what it is. And it made me think of what would life be if we had just this giant EMP pandemic <laughs> that took out a huge swath of the population. And then you just had like, if you had the Thanos snap. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, like those shots in Endgame where it shows New York City, and it's just like a five years untouched New York City, and all the power's out, and yeah, it's creepy. It's yeah. creepy, and I don't, I want to know if you ever had experience like that when you were thinking, I'm not a child, I shouldn't be creeped out by this, but this is creepy as shit. Uh, that I literally, <laughs> I drove. Uh, I drove. I was. I was in the office that day, which was wild because I'm like, uh, what time is safe to leave? Yeah. Uh, but then I did, and I ended up staying a little late, so I ended up driving home when it was dark, and I drove up through Springfield uh, and Chicopee and Holyoke to uh, like East Hampton area, and it was there were quite a few sections where I'm like. Uh, there's usually like, it's like bright, like it looks not like daytime, but it's like a sea of lights. Yeah. And now I could just see the faint outlines of buildings <laughs> and like there were cars around, but it's faint outlines of buildings. Yeah. And it's like, there's evidence that life was here. Yes. I wonder if it still is. Yeah. Uh, but like when you think about it, there's like tons of people in there they just have like little flashlights or whatever they're it's just sitting around creepy. candles reading books with their kids even but, creepier was when i was getting on the on-ramp yeah on, get on the highway there was so much debris mm. that i'm like swerving like the like pattern and there's no lights on and it's just empty building like looks like empty buildings and there's no street lights and it's just my car going and i'm just this is weird it's just <laughs> and you start like singing to yourself and you're like yeah. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> I'm safe. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's like definitely super unnerving. I'm yes. sure there are places where that happens more often, like not natural disasters, but like storms come in and like take out mess power. everything up and take out power. So there's probably people that are used to it because they get it more frequently. But for us, it's very rare. Like the last time I could remember that happening was the 2011 Halloween storm. There was no power for like where I was two weeks in Granby. Right. Right. Um, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was wild. Um, yeah, like I remember first our neighbors and I all we all got together and they're like, who has chainsaws? Who has ropes? Yeah. Let's just clear like ourselves. Let's cut up these trees in the streets, move them to the curb. So at least when uh, uh, Eversource is ready to come and work on our power lines, they can at least get up the street. It's yeah. so, like we snowblowed the street. <laughs> like we cleared the street. So like plows didn't even have to. We cut up all these logs, moved them to the side. But then once we were finally able to get our cars out, just driving around town. And like, I don't know if you remember, like the first couple days, the reason that storm was so bad is because there were still leaves on the trees because fall hadn't right. really happened yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. So all the snow, like the trees are just like, oh, fuck. They were like breaking. Yeah. They were, the, they they were all the, so low. Yep. They were the scraping leaves. cars over. Like, yep, were, like exactly. Branches. There were a few times where like just driving down to the end of my street, like You'd there was it. a tree that was tipping over into the street and I had to like drive under like this bridge, this tunnel that the tree was making. That was weird. We needed our neighbor with a industrial tractor farm tractor to come down with like this giant scoop to scoop out our driveway yeah because there's no way our we have a real heavy duty arians uh no aries i forget what it's called <laughs> i hope it's not arians <laughs> it's not arians. <laughs> sorry it's it's i'm pretty sure it's aries but um <laughs> snow it's like a giant snowblower yeah not enough 
Yeah. Because it was so high, we were scooping into the snowblower. Yeah. <laughs> the top half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the snowblower could reach and go through the bottom Get half. Get the bottom half of and snow. And it just, we were running out of gas and we just didn't have enough. We got, I think, through our driveway and that was it. Yeah. I think we got to our, um, yeah, we got to like, because we have a shared driveway. We finished off our house's main driveway part mm-hmm. and then we couldn't hit the shared one. Yeah. Because we were running out. That was weird. That was, that was way more creepy than these last couple days. Yeah. Because with that one, like, everyone was out of power. But, yeah, but here's the thing. It was creepier, but at the same time, I feel like it wasn't as creepy because everybody was affected and everybody was on the same page and everybody was trying to help each other. Mm. Like, when there's a disaster like that, everybody pitches in. Mm-hmm. When it's just, oh, you don't have power? Well, I do. Like, it's this weird... Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my... Uh, my working water and my Wi-Fi. Yeah. It's it's just it's I don't know. It's just not the same vibe as when um something like as massive as that happens. Yeah. But also I don't think people were I wasn't prepared to lose power. I didn't think it was gonna happen. Nobody talked about like there might be it's gonna be crazy shit. It was just it's just shit. hopefully it rains. We need it. Yeah. That was like the talk. Yeah. Just probably gonna be windy, but yeah, yeah I remember uh like I was at work and uh being a manager, I was the only manager in my department at work, and then we like started this group chat. We we're like, Hey, did anybody else get that tornado warning for <laughs> Enfield? Yeah. And I was like, Do we have to do like the bunker in place thing? And we did. Yeah. Like we all uh you weren't in the office, no. right? No. Um, but we all got into like a central place, like in a stairwell. Yeah. And then we're like, Okay, the warning's over, let's go back. And then we were like looking outside and it was just like <laughs> The trees yeah. were like inflatable tube arm mans. Yeah, uh, that was crazy. And like just branches were like rolling down the street. We're like, this is bad. <laughs> I'm going to need to go home eventually. Yeah. I can't live here. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then, yeah, people started losing power and it was yeah. wild. But well, hopefully everybody stays safe. And if you're listening, hopefully you have power. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you don't have COVID. And if you're if you don't have power and you're using your limited battery life to listen to this episode, it's too late now, but stop. And <laughs> I was going to say, let's thank them for being such loyal subscribers. Yeah, and check out our new merch coming soon. <laughs> a plain coffee mug and coffee that tastes like dirt. Yes, it's. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can already see the designs for it. It's great. Okay, anyways. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Positive mic checks. Let's record a podcast now. (laughs) Positive mic checks. Yeah. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Fantastic.